0: Thirty-six percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Get a one-dollar-per-month trial period at Shopify.com/work. Shopify.com/work. Down the blind, Andrew John inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle have won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League, a guru podcast Obviously yesterday we had the huge upset Samoa beating England, Samoa into their first ever World Cup final uh, The first Pacific Nations Island side to be in a World Cup final Incredible stuff uh, The beauty of this World Cup has been the back end of it Obviously the start of it uh, was pretty tough going, let's be honest here uh, A lot of blowout scores and whatnot, uh, Especially with the first game between England and Samoa But I think the last four or five games I have thoroughly enjoyed They've been fantastic So a great way to finish the World Cup Uh, and we will have Samoa and the Kangaroos. I think it's 3am Saturday. Do your own research there, Uh, but that one will be a cracker. really looking forward to that one. A lot of people expecting the Kangaroos to run away with it, which is fair enough. I understand where they're coming from, Uh, but I think the vast majority of us expected uh, England to run away with it against Samoa. I think the vast majority of us expected Tonga to run away with it against Samoa, to be honest with you, and I think a lot of people expected the Kangaroos to run away with it against the Kiwis, so uh, I don't think it's set in stone how this one's going to play out. I think the Kangaroo They are favourites and they should be favourites for a reason Uh, But I am really looking forward to that game And I just want to touch on one of Samoa's players And if you've been a long-time follower of Rugby League Guru uh, Especially on Instagram, uh, you know how high we've been on this guy for quite some time Um, The man that delivered the knockout blow in the game yesterday Stephen Crichton, what a footballer He is – now, as I said, if you've been following Rugby League Guru for quite some time, you'll know that before uh, he made his debut, we described him as a bit of a merger between Israel Folau and Greg Inglis. Uh, Israel Folau in the way that he is just so good in the air and he's near impossible to get over the top of. Um, And then G.I. and just that he's able to do things that other people can't. And, look, when I sort of made that call, I was pretty confident on it, but I didn't expect him to be the guy that he is. I didn't expect him to be the big game player – that he is, and I can hear some of you getting furious on the other end of the line. There, uh, obviously, state of origin this year wasn't fantastic. I understand that didn't perform there like we would have hoped. Uh, but for a guy that is just twenty-two years of age, I think we've got to remember he's twenty-two years old. The resume that he has got is pretty damn impressive. And um, the inspiration for this podcast came from the great Joel Kane, uh, who works for Sportsbet, big timer on Twitter as well, pl- or- always tweeting out his thoughts and whatnot. And I just thought this was really interesting. And as you guys know, hu- I've been a huge fan of Stephen. Brighton for a long time. We watched him in reserve grade a couple of years ago and just thought, wow, This guy here, as much as we take the piss out of the saying, he could be anything. And we were pretty vocal about it. Then we drafted him in our super coach comp. And then you might remember, it wasn't actually his first grade debut. A lot of people call it his first grade debut when he came off the bench and he scored a try with his first touch. He'd actually played a couple of games a year before. um, And to be honest with you, when he played those couple of games a year before, it wasn't overly impressive. He didn't really stand out all that much. uh, But when I watched him in reserve grade, I just knew there was more to him. And ever since he scored that try, when he came off the bench and scored with his first touch... uh, His career has just been fucking unbelievable since then. It's crazy how it has all played out for Stephen Crichton and just how talented he is. You've got to remember when he scored that try, um, that was in 2020, yeah. That was round one, 2020. I think it was against the Roosters he scored. He came off the bench with his first touch and scored there. Uh, He did the same thing the week after, came on against the Dragons, scored a try in that game as well, two wins for the Penrith Panthers. And when you have a look over his career... That started in 2019 where he played four games. He won two and he lost two. So that year he had a 50% win rate. If you look outside of that, um, throughout his career... He has played 72 games. So in the last three years, he's played 72 games. So 2020, he played 22 games. 2021, he played 27 games. And this year, he played 23 games. So he's played a heap of footy. He's missed a couple because of state of origin whatnot on a couple of injuries here and there. Uh, but to play 20-plus games, and you know the minimum being 22 in three-plus seasons, uh, in three seasons in a row, that's pretty damn impressive. In his first year, he scored 17 tries. His second year, he scored 11. And this year, he scored 13. So from 76 games of football, he he scored 41 tries, which is pretty impressive. I understand, you know, he's in a pretty good team. I get that. But still, to have 40 tries uh, on the board at age 22 and you've only played three seasons, that's pretty fucking impressive. You've got to remember as well, it's not like he's a winger. He's not just, you know, sitting out on the edge collecting tries. He has just about played centre uh, every single game since... he ha- Actually, he has played centre every single game since 2020. So pretty impressive stuff to be sitting there with 41 tries. It should also be noted that In 2020, he lost a grand total of two games. In 2021, he lost a grand total of four games. In 2022, he lost a grand total of two games. So over the last three years, he's only lost eight games of football, which is incredible. Uh, His entire career, he's winning at 85%. If you take out uh, his first season where he was two and two, he only played four games, wasn't really part of the team. Uh, He's up at about a 90% win rate, which is pretty fucking impressive. It is crazy. Now, of course, he's in a good team. Don't get me wrong. I completely understand that. But the thing that stands out for me is the individual moments that this guy consistently comes up with, and I'll just read to you what Joel Kane tweeted out yesterday. He said Stephen Crichton just turned 22, has two premierships. He's the first player since Brett Kenny to score in three straight grand finals, a match winner again, off to World Cup final probably in top three goal kickers in NRL and not a full-time kicker. Some big paydays ahead star winner. Uh, now I know a lot of you are thinking, how could he possibly be a top three goal kicker? And he's, he's not, uh, I think Joel Kane's probably just assumed that hasn't gone and crunched the numbers. Really not a big deal. Don't get all caught up in that. Still a very handy goal kicker though. There's not, no doubt about it. As Joel Kane said, he's not a full-time goal kicker. Still kicks at about 75%, which is pretty handy. Se- 77% he kicks at actually. So yes, he's not in the top three, but that's not really the point of what Joel Kane's trying to get across. That's just a little extra thing. But to be 22 years of age and play three full first grade seasons and go to three grand finals in a row, score a try in each of those grand finals and win two of them, not to mention have the impact that he had on the 2021 grand final, taking the intercept to win that game for the Penrith Panthers. And for me, you go back through the Penrith Panthers, their finals run in 2021 and I've spoken about this a lot but you know you consider that they lost the first game to South Sydney. Uh, he played fullback that game. He scored a try uh, but he wasn't at his absolute best. I think it was a kick infield that he managed to scoop up. Dylan Edwards came back. He returned to his usual spot of centre and he came up with some huge plays in every single one of these games. The game against the Parramatta Eels. Parramatta had them on the ropes. They were going to score for all money. He came up with a huge intercept. Took a ball off Mitch Moses. I think it was that no one else in this competition would have caught. He was falling stumbling. Managed to just rank it in. Melbourne Storm, he obviously scored the first try uh, where Nathan Cleary kicked uh, out a dummy half 40 metres across the field to pick up Stephen Crichton on the edge. He also made a huge tackle on Justin O'Leam in that tackle. It was a massive try-saver. Then we get to the grand final, and of course, uh, he comes up with that huge, huge play to take the intercept in the grand final. Incredible stuff. Uh, an absolute freak, Stephen Crichton. He is just... Something else, and then this yesterday morning in that you know for, for Samoa, and you know I've heard people today say oh, it was just against England. I oh, fucking please. Samoa got beat by 60 by this team a few weeks ago. The English team has got better. The Samoan team's got worse. They've had more players ruled out than probably any other team in this competition. You think about the team that ran out for them in the first week. Uh, They obviously lost Isaac Tungo. They lost Hamiso. They lost Hamlin Uwele. They lost Tyrone May. I mean, they lost a stack of guys. Josh Allier, they lost him as well. They've lost a stack of guys in the English team. They only gained players. They gained John Bateman. They didn't have him in the first game. Uh, So for them to win that game, I thought it was fucking incredible. And as I said in in the review, which if you guys haven't listened to, I highly advise you go back and have a listen to, the last 10 minutes, it was like England... It's like they were running downhill. They just had all the momentum, all the gas. It looked like they were going to win for all money. And I was sitting there going, fuck some. I was going to need something here. Someone's going to have to put on a big shot and, you know, for, force a ball loose. They're going to have to hope for an error. Someone's going to have to hit, hit a twenty forty or a 40-20. Something big's going to have to happen here. And then Victor Radley peels down the left edge, a four-on-two. They had him, England. And, of course, Stephen Crichton, just been the sort of guy. years. a big moment came, and the big-time player stood up again, took the intercept, went and scored. It looked like Samara had won the game. England got their way back into it Credit to them Uh, And then of course the big moment came, we went to Golden Point uh, the English side, they went down the short side, down the right edge, forward pass out of dummy half, very unfortunate uh, Anthony Milford, he took the first shot at field goal, of the set before, got charged down by Elliot Whitehead, who was incredibly unlucky not to win that game, he was sensational Whitehead and then of course they set up and credit to Smur in a short form competition like this, uh, to be so prepared like that for that moment, I thought it was sensational, Chanel Harris-Tavita looks at Anthony Milford, throws it around his body and hits Stephen Crichton in the deep to take that shot at field goal and this is what I love about Crichton when the big moments come he wants the ball in his hand yeah and this is what you know we had that moment in State of Origin this year where he gave away that penalty on Cam Munster Um, and you know I, I know a lot of people got stuck into him and I said it at the time too and I stand by it Cam Munster was running a fucking muck on us Stephen Crichton came on the field and went you know what fuck this I'm gonna go at him granted he gave away a penalty I understand that but Stephen Crichton is always trying to do something to win the game of football Once again, in this moment, kicked a beautiful field goal. State of origin didn't go his way. But in the vast majority of games, when he steps up and wants to make a big play, it changes games. It turns big games on their heads. And the origin one, it didn't work out. I understand that. But fuck, I backed that this guy. He genuinely believes he can have an impact on every single play that he is involved in. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I absolutely love this bloke. I think he's got such a big future ahead of him. It's crazy to think. He's two premierships down. He now owns, you know, one of the greatest moments in rugby league history. I think it's top five to take that intercept to win that grand final for Penrith. Uh, he then owns this moment for Samoa. He takes an intercept, then he kicks the winning field goal to get Samoa into their first ever World Cup final. Probably one of the biggest upsets, one of the biggest redemption stories in rugby league history for Samoa to be taking on the Kangaroos. They wouldn't be there without Stephen Crichton. All in the midst of... He thought he was going to be a fullback. He started off as a winger. He moved to left centre. He killed it at left centre. He then moved to right centre. He's killed it at right centre. He has done it all, Stephen Crichton. At 22 years of age, he has got so much ahead of him. And, you know, as much as I I sort of think he is a better centre, there's a world where he might not even be playing his best position yet. He might sign with with another club. He might sign with Canterbury over the next few years and then move to fullback. And, fuck, imagine if that is his best position. Imagine if we're actually not seeing... The best of Stephen Crichton as it stands right now. Incredible stuff for a guy at his age to have so many big moments that stand out. And you can hold state of origin against him if you want. By all means, I know some of you out there will. You look for anything to get stuck into these Panthers players for. You look at anything to get stuck into Stephen Crichton, Jerome Lloyd, these sort of guys. So if you want to hold origin against him, by all means, go ahead, do it. But just remember that Cam Munster was absolutely running a muck on us. Stephen Crichton came on and said, you know what? I'm not just going to find my way into origin. I'm going to try and make a fucking difference, and that's what winners do. That's what this guy has consistently done throughout a very short career. Unbelievable. 22 years of age. Hasn't played 100 first-grade games yet. He's sitting at about 86. He's got two premierships, a grand final loss. Now he's taken Samoa all the way to a grand final in a World Cup. Absolutely unbelievable stuff. This kid, he is something else.